Portions of this program not affecting the outcome may have been edited. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host for the evening. My name is Scotty Moore, joined as always by the kiss-stealing, woo-wheeling-dealing, limousine-riding, jet-flying, son-of-a-gun, Jim Murphy. Serenity now. So, Jim, I do need to start this episode off with a bit of a down note, which is um, I spent all afternoon learning how to play the Seinfeld theme on the bass guitar, then my wife wouldn't let me take her bass guitar to the office <laughs> to play it for you. Uh, I re- I worked a very long... It sounded a bit like... You could have just like, learned on the melodica. Um, oh my god. Hold on. Hold on a second. Because I've tried to figure it out on a mandolin. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think I can do it. I don't That's think a sentence I can, right there. It's never been I don't been think I can do melodica. Hold on a second. You riff for a few while I do this. <laughs> um, practice in front of the camera. It's funnier. So, here's the issue, Jim, is the fact that I don't have the, like, tube for the melodica anymore. Yeah, you, you turned it into a vape, I know. So, so now I have to play it, like, hold on, it would be like... Is that anything? You, Is that it? You, you made like a man, like that's like a basically a manual accordion is what you made. Or a, or a, <laughs> I thought you were going to start do- playing smoke on the water and... Oh, hold on. Wait, hold on a second. I think I can do that one. (laughs) Yeah, this is a theme park podcast, and this is what we do. Watch the YouTube, folks. You'll understand more. (laughs) It looked like the ending of like world of color just now that's that's old john cena it, it i've just got looks that like, it just looks like if like the undertaker did that one scene in big is what it looks like <laughs> Well, Jim, I, I did ask if you had anything for the opening segment, and I do. I, while I play some more hits, <laughs> can you give me the backstory of what happened? Uh, so, a few. Like, I guess by the time people read this, it would be like a week and a half ago. But. The. <laughs> the uh, 
carousel at Disneyland is being constructioned, is being refurbished, it's pixie dusted, and uh, people noticed that the sword from the sword and the stone was missing, and they thought, oh, they're refurbing that too. And then the story came out that no, a large man had ripped it out of the anvil that it's in. He that was, was told, the dark note. To he was end told it he on. would win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit I would do right there, bud. Just like, yeah. hey, if you go rip this shit out of the sword, I'll give you ten dollars. And uh, he, he had, apparently he had never been to Disneyland before, and he was like, all right, and he he ripped it. Like it's not like the whole sword came out. Like the first like seven inches came out, and it was it, it was. In it was probably a weapon at that point. Yeah. So wait, he didn't pull it out all the way. So you're saying that my streak of being the only person to ever do it in a D and D campaign is still <laughs> it solid. More, I've nailed it. It was snapped off in the middle, as far as I could tell from pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I Jesus, think it's I, held in by very strong magnets. Yeah, it's the, that's the deal. That's the dealio. <laughs> is it's held in by very strong magnets, and I just. I want to befriend someone who works the remote to make it work, just so one day I can just like huzzah, bitches! I've got it. So but I've yet to have can, that moment. So one day you can help Michelle Tanner be princess for a day, <laughs> queen for a day, and all her wishes will come true. I mean, I kind of want to just like film a documentary of me at Disney World and like. Just every time I pass by it, just give it a little tug, and they look real sad, and they keep walking, and then come back a few minutes later, uh, and then just keep trying it throughout the whole day until someone gets it. And it's like, okay, fine. It's the hammer scene from Age of Ultron, but just you. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're not worthy enough, sir. I'm like, fuck you, Thor. You're not even supposed to be here. We're west of the Mississippi or whatever. <laughs> So that happened. I don't, I can't think of, oh, Super Nintendo World stuff came out, and that I, looks buck-fucking-wild. The, the video was just like, hey, it's also in Tokyo. Yeah. And well, no, they also showed, like, their their basic, hey, here's what you use to get around the park thing, and it's it's literally a magic band with Mario's M on it. That's all it is. <laughs> and the example video they showed, I swear to God doesn't show like if there's an app if there's anything that you can really do with it it just shows a man walking up to a question mark block looking up punching it and then it beeps and he's like i did it and that was the whole thing that's all it, <laughs> it that, this is the whole gist it, it could have been worse it could have been like an old wii u gamepad yeah <laughs> they just give those out at the entrance no, 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 it's like uh, Breath of the Wild. You have to carry around a Nintendo Switch with you the whole fucking time you're there. I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm I excited think for would. it. I think people would do that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited for that park, but at the same time, after Harry Potter World, I'm like, hey, y'all y'all know the peripheral don't really add to the world that much. I stood in front of those wand things for like five hours trying to make one work, and I just couldn't curve my hand the right way, apparently, to make water fall down. Hey, you're not a wizard, but you're probably at least on a level of plumber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a good, good plumber boy. 
But Jim, this is not a podcast about melodicas or other people's theme parks. This is about our own theme park, which is still yet to be named. I mean, t- I liked TGIF. That was a good one. Sit City is um, not at the top of the list at all. It's also a, um, a chair-themed theme park. Yeah. Oh, also, fun fact, uh, we're planning a trip. The Fight Boys are planning a trip for WrestleMania weekend. And me and Blake were trying to figure out what theme park we wanted to do. And it led to a long discussion that eventually led to, oh, wait, we can get into Universal for free. And so that's what I assumed was going to happen. And then out of the blue, Blake texts me and just goes, Gatorland. No. (laughs) Oh, fuck, that'd be good, too. No, it's just the cantina in Star Wars land has Bloody Marys. And that's all he said. That was what? that was his. In- it is like uh, it is as though Blake just inhabited your body. That sounded exactly. Like <laughs> but yeah, that was his whole argument. So guess who's going to Star Wars Land like fifty times next year? And then it did lead to me <laughs> tweeting MCO Airport. Hey, what's the fucking deal with uh, swords? Can I bring on a lightsaber? And they're like, fucking, we don't care. We don't care. We're MCO, baby. We're the party yeah. airport. I'm like, yeah. okay, guys, that's cool. In the airplane, you have the high ground. You're fine. Yeah, exactly. Damn it, I made that exact same joke. I'm turning into Jim. Oh. But as I was saying, this is not a podcast about other people's theme parks. It's about our own. It is a sitcom-themed theme park. And this week, and we've already said it, but... It's a Seinfeld park. And last week, I looked up the stuff to make a good Bob's Burgers theme park. Looked up Seinfeld theme park. Not shit. Nothing. Nowhere on the internet. It's no a, it's, one. It's a theme park about nothing. Yes. So it's and no one has been. And no one's been like, hey, we should do this. And the closest has come is apparently in New York City, they opened something that was the Seinfeld experience, which is my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite tag team on Monday Night Raw, is the Seinfeld experience. And I guess it's just like the Friends one they did where you go and like tour the set essentially and that's it. And I'm like, that's not a theme park. That's not what I want. So my idea for mine. And there's a girl there. And you have yeah. no idea what her name is, but you've been dating for like six months. Mm-hmm. Good luck. And then y'all, then you yada yada, you know, tiny dancing, no soup for you. Let's get it all out right now. We're just going to do this. Well, my my idea, my show building, at least on the outside, there's gonna it's like gonna be essentially like a big show building, tiny diner in front. So pay no attention to the I mean, big ass building behind us. Original, You're gonna go into the diner. The original plan for the great movie ride when they wanted to put it at Epcot was like a giant, like eighty foot tall screen that had clouds on it and and so it looked like what you were walking into was like a tiny little like movie theater from the like 30s that was on the middle of a field and then behind it was the building so you could do that like tiny little diner i mean epcot has a giant blue building in it right now 
Well, oh, wait, I just now realized so, the diner they're in is in the corner of, like, a New York, like, a giant New York skyscraper, so fuck it, yeah. New York skyscraper, and I guess this would be, like, in, like, in Universal, there's the city section, where there's, like, all the different city buildings, and also Terminator was there for <laughs> some reason, um, this is what that would be like, so there's a bunch of, like, tall skyscrapers, and this is where, kind of, like, this is literally the New York section. So all the New York, your Brooklyn Nine Nines are there. Your um, the mad about was, yous. The mad about yous are there. Fuck you. Fuck you for doing that. <laughs> um, and so now you're going on to the Seinfeld ride, which looks like the diner is where you go in as the diner, and you walk in. It is an exact replica of the diner. You can walk around. Um, damn, you should be able to eat there, but you can't. Fuck. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Or it could be a uh, Los Tres Caballeros situation where you go in and you can eat or you could go board the ride, which is in the back part of the building. And the essential, the idea of it is I'm kind of building a hybrid between Jimmy Fallon's shit race <laughs> and the Tower of Terror because... <laughs> You essentially, you go inside, and the story of the ride is that Newman has something, like, I don't know what it is, but it has to be delivered to Kramer. It has to be delivered to Kramer. And so you have to help him on his journey to deliver mail. And so you go in, and essentially it's going to be similar to the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey ride system, where it's kind of just like a cart I'm tempted to make it a diner booth on a stick and the stick can like move up and down and maneuver you and whatnot. And so Newman's testing out this new way of uh, giving out mail is like the super mail car or whatever, because that's okay. that's all it takes. I've been to Universal. That's all it <laughs> takes. It's like we got a new transformer. What's it do? Fuck all. Okay, I guess we're in this the one now. The scoop from Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so, um, so that's what happens. You get in his car, and now you get to go on kind of a 3D adventure going around to all the different, different spots. You go to, like, Elaine's office. You go down. You go to the soup deli, and he tells you no soup for you. You pass by, like, the Kenny Roger. Oh, my God, no. This has to be a scene. It's like, <laughs> at one point. There has to be, like, the big you-fly-through-something big moment. You definitely fly through the Kenny Rogers roaster sign and bust it apart. And that's when it switches to real life. Uh, this is a very universal ride, so it takes the arm and then it just pans you away as, like, bits are flying around you. And that's when you find yourself in the hallway of Seinfeld and Kramer's apartment and you go down and I don't remember if they ever introduced the concept of neighbors outside of Kramer, but like doors could open and it's not them. You finally get to the end. You go to Kramer's apartment, go in, no one's in there. And then finally crash in. Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry gives Kramer whatever Kramer needs. And at that point, uh, he's like, you did it. You you solved my riddle. He's <laughs> he's got the package. Excellent. And he goes now return. And you look down and something beeps. And at that point, the cart shoots backwards and shoots you out. You can see like the broken bits of Kenny Roaster side next to you. 
death drop and that's the end of the ride is you end up with like Newman right next to you an animatronic Newman which is the most horrifying Horrifying. thing I think I've ever come up with and then at the end there's like you know a little it's another replica of the diner I guess and there's where you can like eat you can buy your Seinfeld merchandise Uh, there's a soup Nazi kitchen there is gonna be a lot of restaurants in this place I'm realizing based off of all the different IP we're using but yeah that is my ride it's kramer's baby i don't have a name for it yet i don't have a name yet it's called newman's own that's not been taken right so that's newman's own my own theme park ride about newman delivering mail well so jim what did you bring newman oh no did we double on the newman and, and speaking of newman and the tower of terror no! <laughs> uh, I went a slightly different direction because I was thinking more along the lines of the Disneyland Tower of Terror that is oh. not... It does not break the fourth wall in any way. It just goes up and down. It also doesn't exist anymore. So. Yes, well, this, I mean, the same rule applies for Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is that it, it only goes up and down because they were trying to save space. But yeah. essentially... I would do, like, Newman's Catapult Nightmare. Okay! It would it would literally be, like, the Monsters After Dark version of Mission Breakout with, like, crazy-ass jazz music playing as yeah, yeah. Newman, like, continuously wakes up from nightmares involving the members of the cast. I, yeah. I really think the, the things I definitely want is uh, Elaine dancing... Um, of course, the the dolls that look like George uh, George's mom. Oh God, no! Uh, not those. Kramer on this mer- set of the Murph Griffin show. Uh, that's one. Can I also add a? I was in the pool. There has <laughs> to be the I was in the pool. Uh, Keith Hernandez could probably be shoot, yeah. uh, like a superstar limo version of Keith Hernandez in the background. Oh God. <laughs> I think you find found something worse than animatronic Newman there. I <clears throat> I don't know what we could do with Jerry except maybe like put him in front of the brick wall like he's doing a set and he tells some bad joke about Newman and like and then that's like the biggest drop of the ride would be after that. I was going to say that has to be the big drop is at the very top you walk up and Jerry's making jokes about Newman in the set. And then the drop happens. That's what I was going to say, definitely. It definitely will go up and down quite a lot. With And they're definitely like a pajama-clad Newman, like, continuously having a panic attack and slowly going insane. My favorite fucking part about this shit is, like, Tower of Terror, it's you go up and down. That's the bit. The bit of Mission Breakout is you're going up and down and enjoying music and you're kind of getting, like, revved up because you're listening to Joan Jett and the Blackhearts or fucking whatever. <laughs> this one's, hey, do you want to be fucked up so bad, jostled up and down, and then when it stops, you get to watch a clip from a- from famed sitcom Seinfeld? <laughs> this is the fucking best bit of all time. Oh, God, we're 50 feet in the air. Little kicks, little kicks. (laughs) Drop 30 feet. And then yada, 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 and it was over. Wait, what's yada, yada, yada? Listen, Jerry, it's yada, yada. Whoosh! Uh, What's the deal with mail carriers? 
we we can definitely put maybe something in there where uh where um with 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 the um oh it's completely gone from yep the, oh you're crap. right it's been it's been a long time since I've seen the the uh the the non Christmas what's the non Christmas called oh Festivus yeah Festivus there's definitely gonna be something with his dad and Festivus and like him like coming at the at the screen after you for like feats oh, yeah, of strength. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, like, around Christmas, in New York, we don't have a Christmas celebration. We have our Festivus celebration that goes everywhere. That's one of our, and we don't have a, a Mickey's Christmas yeah, party. Instead. We've got our Festivus celebration. Instead, instead of Monsters After Dark, the ride just becomes Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy we've now worked out a secondary thing we can put in there now. We've got that, and we have one of our holidays set. But, Jim, we've done it. We've made two fantastic fucking Seinfeld rides, both of which involve drops. Yeah, and we're mostly I'm... keeping our episodes to sitcom length of about 22 minutes in a clip. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I like that. I want that to be headcanon now is the reason this season is so <laughs> short is because it's sitcom length. Oh, but what are we doing I, next I week? Have, What's our... Here's my, my problem, is I realize that I never really watched a lot of sitcoms growing up and the oh, ones bud. that i did watch and and continue to like know a lot about where i could probably make a theme park ride are either very obscure or older than you are nah dude let's do it cousin skeeter let's make it baby let's do the cousin <laughs> no, skeeter uh, i did have two options i, I can okay. let you kind of get in this the first option was saved by the bell all right the second option is uh reno 911 Fuck. Um, I'm gonna go with Saved by the Bell because I know Reno 911 <coughs> might be kind of a sitcom, but eh, not not as much as Saved by the Bell is an easier argument to fit in this park. Like you couldn't like turn a corner and see Dangle New Boot goofing and be like, oh, this makes fucking <laughs> sense. This tracks with everything that's been going on. Oh, uh, but Jim, until next week, until we get Saved by the Bell, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter at apparently smart. Uh, go buy my book from last year on Amazon, Accounting for Glory. It's in paperback now. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon. You pieces of shit. Just look up Scotty Moore. You can find that, and you can check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of purebs.com. If you like space pirates and audio drama, check out Deviant. If you like pro wrestling, check out Fight Boys. And if you're a fellow podcaster and you're going to be going to Podcast Movement Evolutions, make sure to come see me. I'm doing a fucking talk because apparently I'm a professional and I'm talking about wrestling and social media because that's the kind of person I am. So check that out and remember to support the show whether that be by picking up some op-at merch at merch.loadedpurebs.com or by donating to the Patreon where you get access to exclusive shows like Wrestling History X, me also, or of course FAQ, the show where me and Jim go behind the scenes on some of our favorite theme park rides. The episode about fidgets coming out at the end of the month Jesus Christ didn't think we could go that long but we did ladies and gentlemen so check that out and remember to leave us those five stars on iTunes and tell a friend who loves theme parks to check out the op at show and as always you could find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show that is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W are you down with O-P-P